Hello and welcome to Finch Shots Daily. In today's episode, we talk about if we should blame immigration for Canada's economic woes. Before we begin today's episode, here's a quick side note. The first giveaway of 2024 is here, and this time you get a chance to win an Apple iPad worth 39,900 rupees. Yes. All you need to do is check the link in the description below and follow a few easy steps. So go grab your chance as soon as you can. Now, back to our story. A decade or so ago, Canada realized that it was facing a double whammy. Its economic growth was anemic, and some people blamed it on a lack of competitiveness. The country was quite dependent on its natural resources, stuff such as gas and uranium that it didn't focus on innovation. For instance, high-tech exports of computers and drugs were only 4% of exports for Canada. but for other members of the organization for economic cooperation and development or oecd it was nearly double that figure another problem was that canada's demographic dividend was waning or put another way the ratio of senior citizens who couldn't contribute to the workforce was rising and it would hurt productivity while there were seven workers to one senior in the 70s that number had fallen to three workers to one senior So when Justin Trudeau came into power in 2015 his idea was to add an artificial sweetener to growth immigration he felt that if you expand the population and workforce it increases the potential growth rate how's that you ask well for starters think of the potential growth rate as how much the economy can grow without adding to inflation and if you want to drive growth you need three basic ingredients capital productivity and labor And here's how the deputy governor of the Bank of Canada explained this last month. Quote: Every year during the holidays, my brother makes a Canadian meat pie to give to his friends and family. Think about potential output as a number of meat pies my brother can make in a day. If he wants to make more people happy, he needs to be able to make more meat pies than he does now. He can boost his meat pie output or increase the potential in three ways. One through capital. he could buy a second bigger stock pot to make more of this meat filling number 2 through productivity he could rearrange part of his kitchen and set it up like a production line to assemble the meat pies more quickly or number 3 through labor supply he could get his kids to help out unquote the kids in this analogy are the immigrants they come in and help make more of these meat pies and it boosts economic output without adding to inflation and like we said earlier canada's demographics weren't looking good One in five Canadians were close to retirement. That's a problem because it could result in a shortage of workers for critical tasks. Also, the dependency ratio on the number of people who rely on the working population will rise. It could result in financial strain on the economy. So Canada needed outsiders to give a jolt of fresh energy, and it worked. The economic growth jumped and started to keep pace with its big neighbor, the US. But what about the impact of all these immigrants on the inflation then well it all depends on the type of immigrants coming in to the country and which sectors they end up working in for instance let's say that a fair portion of the immigrants are lower skilled workers who end up in manufacturing plants the supply of labor at a lowest cost could then be passed on as lower prices for the goods being made also it looks like immigrants are more sensitive to price fluctuations too If retailers increase prices, immigrants cut back on consumption quite significantly. So in order to benefit from more sales, retailers often end up keeping prices lower just to attract immigrants too. 
Then, there's the matter that many immigrants end up moving to the country to save up and send money back home to family. As a consequence, these folks spend less than the average Canadian. And when the Canadian Central Bank put all this into perspective, they found that the newcomers, that's how they refer to immigrants, have less than a 0.1% impact on inflation. So yes, the ideas seemed to work, and immigration turned out to be quite a boon to the economy. But wait, this growth was hiding two things. Two things that are making Canadians quite unhappy now. For starters, the IMF, you all know this, the International Monetary Fund, pointed out that the growth didn't necessarily improve the standards of living of the average Canadian. They said that since 2016, the GDP per capita had grown by only 2.4%. In comparison, the US saw a rise of 11.7%. So the benefits of these new policies or immigration didn't really trickle down to the masses. Or as economist David Rosenberg put it, quote, you can create this mirage of economic prosperity, but in the end, that's what it is, a mirage, unquote. Secondly, while immigration didn't affect broader inflation, it might have decimated the housing market. See, irrespective of the kind of immigrant moving to Canada, they need housing. And the issue here is that Canada hasn't been able to keep pace with building new homes. The demand for homes is far outstripping its supply. The end result? The vacancy rates or the units available collapsed from over 7% in 2015 to a little under 4% today. In fact, it's at its historic low right now with everyone buying for a roof over their heads. As a consequence of this mismatch, rents are shooting up too. In fact, rental inflation is at a four-decade high. Now let's say someone had enough of these exorbitant rents. They decide that buying a home is better because that way at least they will have an asset in their hands. Well, without enough housing to go around, things are even more dire for buyers. Canada's price-to-income ratio, or how much homes typically cost when compared to average income, is at a whooping 9.6 times. For context, it's 4.2 times in the US. So yes, you can see why Canadians might be inclined to blame immigration for all its woes, even if it's not the entire cause. So what can the country do now? Well, for starters, they urgently need to fix the housing issue. See, while Canada does have an immigration policy to welcome qualified construction workers, it hasn't moved the needle by much. Only 0.1% of annual permanent residents or PR permits were issued to this segment. So they need more people who can help boost this construction work now. But more than anything, Canadians might need to realize that it's not immigration that's the problem. It's probably the shaky corporate foundations that don't encourage innovation. Canada just needs to look at its neighbor, the US, again for this. Immigrants are 80% likelier than native-born folk to launch a company. And maybe that's the kind of competitive spirit Canada needs to breed if it wants sustainable growth. Thank you for listening to today's episode. FinShots Daily is available on a bunch of streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. So make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Until next time.